Hello. Welcome back to the WO Takeover Podcast. And Alex is not here. So, it's us two, and I decided that we might as well, since we haven't done a wrestling episode, and we're going to do like once a month. Um, Money in the Bank was yesterday, so why not? Yes. And um, before we get into everything, since this is going up tomorrow, yeah. happy 4th of July to everybody. Happy Independence Day. Yeah. Definitely. Would have forgot about that probably. Hope hope that it's awesome, and if it's not awesome, well, hopefully this can brighten your day. I don't know if it will, but maybe. Sure, I hope so. So, um, all right. So, what a pay per view yesterday. My friend hasn't watched pro wrestling in let me see, two, four, four, about four years. And this was his first pay-per-view back, and he thoroughly enjoyed it. So, that's saying something. Um, I think, overall, this pay-per-view was good. Of course, we're going to go through match through match. Before I say anything, this show, I I was looking back at all the matches, and we're going to go over them. But I was looking at the match card and the events that took place, and I realized I was happy. I was enjoying Happy, 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 all the way until the end. And then I was like, why? And it got me frustrated. We'll, we'll discuss why. But Yeah, we will. Um, I was like, this, I was like, a solid, like, I agreed with all the, the decisions. I agreed with everything that happened. Maybe not how it happened through some of the matches. Um, but the the end result, I agreed with. And then... You know that you know that that uh, the meme on memes on social media where they're doing like they say something and then it, like like it like they do like the left hook and then the right hook is much harder. Yeah, that thing. That's how I felt with this. I have so many mixed opinions on the ending. All right. Well. All right. Well, Hold up. Before before anything, how are you doing? How's the how's the week been? Or it's been okay. It's been okay. I've been surviving. How about you? Uh, you know it's 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 going really good. Um, I just want to like, and what why it's really good is at my um. Uh, so recently, uh, during the past couple months, for my at my church, we. I've been put. I've been uh, granted to be put in the position and doing pro presenter. Which, if people don't know what that is, because most people don't, it's the lyric slides for the worship music. That when the people sing, the lyrics going on behind them and the message slides for some. Most smaller churches don't have it. Some bigger churches do, or medium sized churches do. But um, I've been doing that for the young adults group, the college group, and now. I'm next week I'm being trained, but the week after that, the seventh, the week of the 17th, that I'm doing it for a Sunday morning. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I'm, I'm being put on the big church, uh, um, staff. So I'm excited. 
but I'm nervous because I don't want to mess up, but I know if I mess up, it will be okay. But anyway, I'm really excited. And that's why I'm really excited this week. So can't wait to hear the update to that. Yeah, it's big. A, a lot of big things are happening. So that's the, but, but anyway, um, <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. Man, how, when has, I don't think it's been, I think it's been like three weeks since you, me, and Alex actually had a podcast. Like, one of y'all are out and the other's out. It's crazy how that goes. Well, well that's, I I never want to, like, if Alex can make it and I can't, I don't feel as bad. Yeah. If, because th- that's, it's like, Alex, like, you, like we were talking about, Alex is getting, like, uh, used to it and being brought in and getting like like and everything which is good um but if it's if alex can't make it and you're he, and you it's just you it's like well i can't miss them then because it's like to like whatever's go whatever i have going on i kind of like i'm like okay this needs to take priority because i'm not leaving him alone mm-hmm I think at this point I've been less worried about because like if if like let's say you two aren't there I I probably do one of those quick ones um yeah yeah so I I think I don't really worry about it too much but it, it is refreshing having like knowing the chances of both of you guys being going up very low yeah if and it's like what if like it's awesome if we can all three be there but if because life happens out either Alex can't make it or I or then she can take my spot or she can not take my spot but like be there if she if she can't I can and that's kind of the good thing about growing the team and it's like say we get a fourth person on here and it's like well if neither of us can then the fourth person can make it and if we all can then it's a great episode because we're all four there so Yep. No, I mean, and yeah, it's been pretty. It's been very quicker lately, but that's actually very good because before we, if we tried our best to make it as quick as possible, it would still be like an hour and twenty minutes. Now, it's thirty minutes, and we're putting as much as we can into it. So that's also good. Yeah. But um, yeah. should we dive in? Yeah, the first match, Money in the Bank. Um, if you're new to this, we're basically going to be rating the pay-per-view at the end of all of this, 1 through 10. And 1 through 5, we'll, we will rate matches um, for what they are. Yeah. So, Liv Morgan defeats Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, Raquel Rodriguez, and Shotzi. Okay. So... I was in a few. I was in a group chat with you and my my old uh, childhood friends. It was you, uh, KP, obviously the whole EWO group. In a, both group chats, I was talking about pro wrestling. I was in another wrestling group chat um, that another friend was in, but we were all talking about wrestling. And in, I've seen many opinions on this, but I, as soon as this match started, I said Liv Morgan has to win this. Like I mm. can't see anybody else winning. What what would they do? Make Becky win? Imagine that. Like I, I couldn't see anyone else winning. I thought it was either going to be her 
or Rock Raquel. Oh my bad, it's not Rock. Yeah, it is Raquel still. Yeah. She just changed her last name. But yeah. um overall the match, a lot of people have a lot to say about it, saying it's bad, it's was weird. Um I missed some of it, but personally, I don't know how you can make a ladder match bad. Like well at least uh, money in the bank. I understand, you know, a bunch of botches, which there was a bunch of botches in this match. Um, quite a few botches this night, actually. Um, but when um Shotzi did like a senton or whatever she did, a flip, and hit her head on the ladder, then there was uh, Becky trying to jump on uh, Asuka off a ladder to uh, through a ladder, which didn't do really anything and yeah so not much happened there um i i'm assuming it looked more brutal like i said i didn't see this part but i could imagine if it didn't break it would probably feel like it would generally look more brutal because it's real um i think all the accidents and stuff i'm fine with it just because each thing that people are talking about makes it look even more brutal. Mm. So it makes it seem kind of like anything can happen in these matches. Uh, you won't get picture perfect things every every uh, time. Like things can happen, things will happen, and you won't walk out of this match the exact same as you walked in. And I think that's very good. Um, um, but Liv Morgan winning, I'm very happy. Very happy. It it honestly for me, um, I didn't see. I'm I'm very happy. Liv Morgan won. I I was very elated. Um, I felt like it. I feel like felt like money in the bank wise. Uh, this match it was her. It was her time to win. And and going and looking through the other like participants, I'm like, and I was thinking, it's probably not going to be Oscar or Becky. Alexa, maybe to like kind of give her like that, like um, give her that like uh, goddess like like thing back, possibly. Yeah. Um, Lacey, maybe maybe to like kind of give her something because she just returned, and then yeah. I sh- and then rock uh, and then. Uh, Raquel and Shotzi are new and they haven't really done anything yet uh, in in the main roster so I thought maybe they could possibly get it um, but the more the more like the match went on I was like Liv has been striving clawing like she's had so many ups and downs a lot more downs than ups and I was like it would be kind of cheap to give it to anybody else yeah, and uh, after the match, she would be interviewed, and she basically said WrestleMania looks good, which didn't age well. Um, I actually did think she would hold this for months because Carmella is, like, the only one who's hold it longer than 24 hours, I believe. Um, 287 days. Yeah, so I really thought um, she would. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you brought that up because – was that?
guys, it's live. It's, uh, live more. Sorry, that was my dad. Uh, um, but I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring it up later, but you brought it up now. So I have a small critique with how the the women's money in the bank is kind of like it happens like the same night or like the next day. Like they don't really give them a chance to like tease it at all. Like I might cash in, I might not. They just like it's like, oh the the this night or the next night the champion is hurt and now that now here you go, here's your opportunity. Like let them hold on to it a little bit. Let them like tease it. Do some fun things with it instead of just like like instead of just I know it was probably like I know like Maybe Ronda was feeling like her like her knee was achy even before the match where she she was they were probably gonna give Ronda some time, something. It's something usually happens all behind the scenes after the money in the bank cash happens with the the woman. But I just kinda wish that they would give them a longer time or like they planned it out the cash in like better because art because i i don't know if production that plans it out or if, if it's the superstar that just they like do, I, i've kind of always wondered do they control when they cash in or does the superstar controls when they cash in um i doubt the superstar does because i'm sure if every superstar could um they would do it immediately or at like the main event of wrestlemania or that's that's fair so yeah yeah so i i just kind of wish that like it's like you have like you have six months to like we might meet like i don't know it's just i wish that they had longer time and they could do more with it both both money in the banks yeah i know what you mean because live Liv seems like that. That's kind of that. The kind of that's perfect to tease her cash in. In ways, yeah, definitely. Um, so what would I rate this match? Though I would probably say, um, for Money in the Bank match, maybe two and a half. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> I think people gave it too much crap. Um, I, like, I feel like I kind of enjoyed it more than most people. I'd probably say, um, maybe like three and a half. That's, that's fair. That's fair. You know, I'd give it a three just because the winner, I guess, you know, need more than the rest of them did. Yeah. But um, 
aside from that, the next match would be Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory, aka Theory. Um, they really need to give him his first name back, by the way. Yeah, just the every time he comes out with his entrance and it says A Town and it like and it says A Town Down, I'm like, there's no. There's no A in your name. It's just theory now. So Austin, it, when it was Austin theory, A Town Down made sense. Now that there's no Austin, it's just like either change it to T Town Down, which doesn't make sense, or give him his name back, which the obvious answer is give him his name back. Yeah, I agree. And also, I hated his theme song. It's kind of growing me. I don't like it, but I'm kind of used to it at this point and stopped caring about how bad it was. At first, I really didn't like it. I don't even know. I think he changed his theme song. Because I feel like he had a more repetitive theme song a few weeks ago. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, he had like that. Um, what was it? Like Boom or something? Like Sonic. Not Sonic Boom. But it's like Boom something. Um, I'm probably completely wrong on that. But... <laughs> Well, um, for this match, though, honestly, the first few minutes, Austin Theory was getting destroyed. And there was one point in the match where Theory, Theory jumped. And it was so... So Theory jumped, and Lashley, I don't know if he was ready to catch him. And he kind of fell over but then he stood back up. It was very odd. But it happens. One second. All right. All right. I'm back. Uh, so. Um, also, they, they, yeah. I, I was incorrect. It was sound the alarm. They had nothing to do with boom. <laughs> But well, it was it was awful. Down the alarm. That was hit it, as of like seven months ago or something like that. It was pretty long ago. But I, yeah, it was it was decent. But I've heard better. Definitely, it was awful. Don't sugarcoat it. But um, <laughs> lastly versus uh theory, the match was um, it was overall pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Um. Yeah. There was one part that everybody, the crowd loved Bobby Lashley. Like, there was this one part where Theory tried going for his uh, roll through drop kick, but he caught him in like a certain, uh, I don't know what it's. He basically did that finisher that Braun Breaker has. He picked him up and then he hit him with a power slam. Everybody was going off on that. Then Lashley was about to win. But um, ah, what happened? He, I believe it was at one point uh, that he raked the eyes of him, of Bobby Lashley. Theory raked the eyes of Austin Theory. No, Theory raked the eyes of Bobby Lashley. Then he, he lifted him up. He was about to use his uh, move. but And I honestly thought, okay, I, I really did think Theory was going to win this too. And we're gonna see Cena versus whatever, but he 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 hit him with a, a hurt lock and the match is over. So I was shocked. Um, the match 
I mean, I'm glad. Look at look at our championships uh, range right now. Like our world champion Roman Reigns. We got the United States champion Bobby Lashley, Andrew Cameron, uh, Gunther, and the tag team Usos. All every title looks pretty important now. We'll see how it's being it, it will be treated, but all of them look pretty important right now. So I understand why they did that. But um Yeah, it's good to see the title on a pay per view. But yeah, the match I would say is uh it was probably a two and a half. It was it was alright. I may I I I may I may sound salty, but he's still going to be Walter to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people are, are at this point, they don't care anymore, but for me, it's like, he, he's Walter. I don't accept Gunter. I accept Walter. Maybe maybe that's just the, the NXT UK fan in me, but... Yeah. Maybe. I understand that too. But um when I heard Walter kind of say like he doesn't care what the people call him as long as you know he's doing good work, I kinda just stopped caring. But I for a long time I carried on that Walter thing. He still should have uh, kept his name. Yeah. But I know I know like um I know like a lot of the superstars like like whether it's like name change or music, it's like some of them really care, some of them like don't. And it's like if they don't care and they're happy, then that's okay. But yeah, I guess there, I might I might get to a point where I guess I might get to a point where hell, it's more I, I'll I'll accept Gunter more. But at at this point, it's not the time. <laughs> Yeah. So um, for Theory and Lashley, I I I pretty enjoyed this. I'm uh um it's kind of remi- um it's kind of reminding me of the old almighty Bobby Lashley like 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 he won the United States Championship. Um then after that the uh he won the U.S. title, and then after that, didn't like the heart business start right after he won the U.S. title, or was that after the WWE title? I think he won the U.S. title before. Um, so I think he won it kind of uh, after the heart business was a thing because I do remember him. I may be wrong though. I may be wrong. I think yeah, he beat Apollo for it. I believe uh, after he was with MVP. And right. he held it for maybe a year. He held it for a long time, and he had like one of the. That's when everybody was like, he has to be a main eventer now because it's so dominant. Yeah, and like he held the U- he held the U.S. title, then like Apollo, like then the whole thing with Cedric and Ricochet, like having his back. Yeah. Then Apollo or Cedric turned on him, went to the hurt business. Apollo like went in a different way. Ricochet still kept fighting the Hurt Business afterwards. But I do remember the time where the Hurt Business formed when he was U.S. champion. Um, 
but anyway, that's what that's what reminded me of. Um, I feel I feel like we're getting not not so much of that, like it's returning, but like that, like his rise to WWE champion, the where people started taking him seriously, kind of as the Almighty. I feel like we're getting that again. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, hopefully, it it doesn't degrade him like you know. Lastly, and instead, it kind of makes it still believable, like him lifting up the title. Because this guy also, this guy beat Brock Lesnar and Goldberg with shenanigans, yeah, but he still beat them. Mm. And I think I just hope that he, you know, if Brock does something to him again we could have a believable feud now like i don't want him to go back to babyface lashley where he he's good he's a good wrestler or whatever but he can't beat someone like roman reigns i I want that type of uh i I hope he just keeps his aura with him you know that he could you know beat up anybody for this for this match um i'd say i'd say three yeah, I would say that that's fair. Um, the match was—I really didn't care who won the match. At the same time, I wanted, uh, you know, lastly, if he lost, for it to be like dirty, or whatever. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just glad lastly won. I I don't know how else to put it, but. What happened after this match? Um, uh, Bianca and Carmel. Yeah, want to skip past this one? I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it was one and a half. And that's none of the people's fault in the match. It was just a quick match. Very quick match. It was... I'll, I'll be... I... For, for the... Comp- it it was quick, but for what happened inside, I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Um, this might be me sugarcoating or not. I, like, I was I was happy with the decisions made, so I I'd say it was pretty okay. So I'll go. I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be nice and go to two point five. I'll go two and a half, because beyond I feel like. Even though it was rushed, Bianca can't like she can't have a bad match. She yeah. can have pretty okay matches at times. At worst, um, she's definitely had better. Obviously, like Sasha Banks and Bianca at WrestleMania. This definitely wasn't that. But yeah, the program... I feel like this was okay at best because of like Bianca's. You know what? I'll give it a two just because it wasn't. I feel like it was almost like a feud match. Like because after the match, you're. The the feud's gonna continue. Yeah. So it didn't really matter if it was good or bad. Yeah, that's that's maybe what what where I'm coming. Maybe that's where it, the the two the two and a half is coming from. You but, know what's gonna be crazy? Um, Survivor Series. Oh. Imagine Lashley versus Walter. Ooh. I don't know who freaking the Usos or Roman are gonna go against. I don't even know. They might, they might defend. They, it might be a tile defense, possibly. 
Maybe we'll see. But um, yeah. Or or um, like because I pointed this because I was wondering what's gonna happen, and you said, and what you pointed out is the draft is also coming up. I think before that, so maybe they might get introduced new championships. Yeah. For, and you unify the titles, get get a new title for. Um, like a unified title and a new unified tag titles, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely hope so. Um, besides and then introduce new championships, but I don't know. The next match was Usos versus Street Profits. I'm just gonna say match of the night by far. Um, oh, absolutely. Four and a half, I'll give it. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. I don't this... think I'm going to remember this match in like a few years from now, but I believe if this, you know, if someone says Street Profits versus Usos, this is going to be the first thing I think about. So I think it's yeah. going to be kind of like that. And um, after after the match, um, like after the match, they would, after the pin, um, Ford's shoulder was up. So that makes me after Ford's shoulder was up, like did it, it I like I felt like it like at the time I was like that was a solid ending, like it, there was no of like shenanigans, there was no unclean. But then afterwards it like they looked back at the tape and it's like, Oh, Montez Ford was shoulder was up, so it shouldn't have counted. And they kind of cheese it a little bit, but I'm like, this is good. Normally, I don't like uh, things like this after matches, but this is good because then we could possibly get Street Profits and Usos at SummerSlam, and I'm ready for that. Yeah, so going into this match, I really didn't want this match. Like, I was so against the match. I hate the Street Profits gimmick right now because it feels like a watered-down version of the NXT, and I was a really big fan of them when they were going hill during – like WrestleMania season, I was really happy for that. Hopefully they will, uh, and of course they break up. Um, by the way, Angelo Dawkins, Sean Waltman, aka um, X Pac, said that um, you know Angelo Dawkins, like Montez Ford, isn't going to be the only one who has a successful singles run if they break up. Oh, Angelo will too. I think they're even, like completely even. Like, I don't think Montez... People think Montez is better just because, you know, he can jump higher, he's more athletic, which he's a very great wrestler. But I think they almost forget about how the stuff that Angelo Dawkins can do for his size. Yeah, like, Montez Ford, he's good. He's good on the mic. He's good... Yeah, I'd say say decent on the mic. He is good, like, with aerial ability, and he's a fantastic seller. But... Dawkins is a beast. <laughs> definitely, yeah. And I I definitely think, like, with the right push, Dawkins can be Lashley status. I think so, too. But um, I would say this match, obviously, the best of the night. I, I wasn't into their feud because we've seen it so many times, the match, uh, last year, I believe. But this one really proved me wrong. I do. I think it was kind of weird that they had the whole, oh, his shoulder was up. Like, he would have kicked out. It was more of a Uso's mistake because he grabbed both the leg and the arm. But yes. um, I, I'm, I'm fine with that overall. But, yeah, I feel like 
this match, I'm fine with them having another match. Of course, I hope Usos win and then they break up or something. But yeah, great match, great psychology. It was like 24 minutes. Um, I saw the time yesterday. It was like 23, 24, something like that. 23 or 24 minutes, something around there. Um, uh, 23 on the dot. All right. So, um, yeah. I would have I would have been surprised if this went, went long. I would have been well. I wouldn't have been surprised, but um, well, actually, if this were if this was longer than the the men's Money in the Bank, I would have I I would have been surprised, but also kind of glad. How when they ended it and how they ended it was good, but it's like a tag match got more time than Money in the Bank, like. If they decide to do that, then it's like, whoa, like they're putting some time into this. They're still putting time into this, but still. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I know, like, like you're saying, it's more of Uso's mistake because there's after the how it finished, there was no way that Montez Ford was kicking out. Yeah, so the fact that it was Uso's mistake. Makes it like, like the fact that it was the Uso mistake in how he pinned him. It's like you messed up, so we should get it. Like I don't know how they would flip it, but it's like you messed up and you brought my shoulder up. And but anyway, my shoulder was up, so we should get another shot. Yeah, right. I don't know how they would flip that, but if they end up flipping that to like make it work for them, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. The more I watch the Usos, the more I miss main event Jay Uso a few years ago. I just wanted to point that out because I've, I was talking to friends about that for a little bit, like the last few weeks. Um, but this match just felt like an old NXT match, you know? Maybe 20... I said 2019 a few days ago because that's the last time NXT was really good. But I'd say 2017, 2016, back when, you know, they had people like... Balor. You know, they had tag team matches. Who? Let me see. Um, American Alpha, you know, mm-hmm. F- FTR, which Wilder and, yeah. Um, uh, back then. Uh, yeah, match. Y, Authors of Pain. Exactly. They had really good matches, good kickouts, everything. That's what it reminded me of. But, um, yeah, good match. But next match is... Uh, Natalia versus Ronda Rousey. This match was a good technical match, and people, a lot of people didn't care about this match. And at the same time, I feel like people didn't even try to care about the match. So I tried giving each match kind of a little bit. Uh, I, yeah, I, I saw Ronda and Natalia, and I'm like, these are two of the best technicians probably right now in WWE at this time. There's a lot of good ones, but on the women's side, like. They're really great at what they do. Sure, and I was thinking about this. Sure, Ronda is like maybe she can be like a striker technician mix with because of her MMA background. But mostly, what we know Ronda for is tapping people out. And to me, that bonifies a technician. If you're known, if your main go-to and match ending is a submission, I feel like that that is a bonafide technician. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. But I I was super at first I was like why? But then I saw like their the rivalry, the backstory of what's going on um cuz they played before every single match. And that's the thing that I've small side note, but that's the thing that I've noticed. I've not watched anything about SmackDown. But I learned more about their rivalry in the in the clip of them playing before than I probably would have if I watched every single week of SmackDown. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw a thing of Natalia was on the podcast and she said, you know, she was this company person who took jobs, did stupid gimmicks, whatever. But now it's getting personal, whatever. This feud is over now. But it, it I, I was into the match because Natalia, I know Ronda was going to win. But I thought Natalia, they were going to give her a little bit more freedom, which I do think they kind of did because it was a pretty good technician match. There was one point where it looked pretty crazy where um, Natalia had um, Ronda Rousey in a sharpshooter and Ronda Rousey was hanging from like the ring canvas. Mm. It, it looked really painful, um, but she quickly got back on. Um, but it, the match was important. Um because it's set up, I would probably give this match um, probably three stars, but uh, it's set up for Liv Morgan to come in. And, oh, yeah, Ronda Rousey won, obviously. So her leg was injured, um, Ronda's, um, and the match started. They're both really close in real life. I saw in a documentary um, a while back. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see um, Ronda put – you know, live over, but I'm just, I just want to say, my goodness, Liv Morgan, as soon as the match started, <laughs> she got in the, uh, she got her in the, uh, angle lock, ankle lock, and I thought, there was these points where I'm like, nah, she's gonna get to the ropes, and then it was getting into, like, 15 seconds of her still in the hold, and I was like, oh gosh, she might have to tap, she might actually tap, oh, was this even that smart? But uh, the psychology of her kicking the leg that was hurt was very good. And then her rolling her up on the leg that was injured and getting the three count, it was good to see. Do you think it would be fair to say that we should, like, take Ron, Ronda and Natalia and then Liv versus Ronda with the match after and kind of group them together I for think a star rating? I think – uh, I wouldn't say so just because I would say instead of rating, uh, you know, this one minute match, I would rate it as the cash in. I would rate this cash in uh, for women at least. And that's no offense against women, but women. Oh, not rating the match, but the cash in itself. Yeah. So okay. The women's cash ins over the years have just been, you know, pretty average. You know, <laughs> one person's injured and then they go for it. I felt like this one had a little bit more to it because she almost lost. I would give this a five, like the best uh, so far. So I would give this about four star cash in. This was the, and and the story and stuff. I would say this is the best woman's cash in I've seen. Um, I I I'd agree with the I agree with the match, uh, match rating that you gave, and then cash in. I agree with the cash in rating as well. Um, it's, it was very well done. I don't, I feel like after the, after the dust settled and Natalia and Ronda was done, 
I saw Rhonda holding on to her knee. And it's like, and they said on commentary, it looks like Rhonda's knee might have been injured during that match. And as soon as they said that on commentary, I'm like, Liv's cashing in. And the fact that it's that predictable for the hurt person after the match and then Liv cashing in, for me, I know there's kind of not a lot of ways to cash in or do it, but I wish that they were a little bit more creative with how they they cash in sometimes. But that's overall, it was good. I agree with what you said with the story and um, for a sec and with uh, Liv for a second. Um, it looked like she was about to tap and the like the cash in this great moment that she's been striving all of her her entire career for just shatters on by this by a single tap out um yeah i like i loved that element the cash in itself i wish it was more creative but the match the match that happened afterwards was very was creative in, in that so but maybe i'm just nitpicking a little bit yeah well um Yes, yeah, so since we both agree with that, the man's money in the bank is next, but I'm going to be right back before I start it. Okay. All right. On the main event, thankfully. Uh, money in the bank match. Okay. Um, I just realized I never recorded an episode for Faith Hog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Whoops. Faith Faith Hog fan right now. Uh... It's it's not leaving. It's just I'm figuring things out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might I might change to up Saturday uploads. Well, that might work. It but, might um, because I get to Friday, I get to Thursday, and I'm kind of busy. And I'm like, oh, I'll just do it Friday. And then I get to Friday, and I'm like, well, I'll just do it Saturday. And then I get to Saturday, and I'm like. <sighs> The whole week is gone, and I'm not going to be able to do it Sunday. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, anyway, main event. So, so the main event, before the match started, Austin Theory was added. Honestly, when he said someone's added, I thought it was going to be Cody Rhodes. I'll be honest with so you. So did I. Even though that made no sense, I thought maybe he would do, like, a mem- like small things in the match, maybe not get a few hits in, and then like take it and then maybe leave for a year. I thought that's what he was going to do. That didn't happen. Um, so it was theory. Oh yeah, we have to glaze past the whole vignette. Basically, the whole vignette happened: crosses, Dudley Boy glasses, Jeff Hardy hand, uh, armbands, and blah blah blah, whatever. So it's probably Edge, but. Yeah. I'm in- when I first saw it, I still hope maybe it's Bray Wyatt, but yep. when, when I yeah, uh, I saw people pointing out medals, graffiti, and then the Dudley Boy glasses, and they're like, "It's Edge," and I'm like, "That." And now looking back, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. But I'm still part of me. The part of me that misses Bray is still hoping it's Bray. It's probably yeah. Edge, but I'm hoping it's Bray. I really hope it's Bray too. But um, aside from that, 
Um, I think if it is Edge, um, if it is Edge, then I don't understand why they had this vignette. Um, I don't know why they had a whole vignette for it. Maybe like brood edge or like no. Well, part that was part of part of that like was seen in the video. So I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's a new edge coming that we haven't seen yet, which I don't yeah. know if that's possible. But I don't yeah. Know. I agree. But um we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um the whole okay, so the match. Theory was added and for some reason Adam Pierce was a little bit very excited for this. He was I don't know why he was so excited. Is he supposed to be a baby face? I don't know. Um but okay. So the match was it had its spots, but you guys got to keep in mind, all these guys, a lot of these people in these match, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omar, they're really tall guys. So don't expect like a backflip off a ladder or whatever. Like, but yeah, I don't know. I think Kevin Owens is supposed to be in this match. But I don't know if he was, but he's injured. Uh, um, the the one thing that I the the one thing that I kind of like don't, like I I know it's kind of like a classic, but I don't understand is the bearing the big guy under the ladder spot. It always happens, and I and it's like why? Like how does that? How is <laughs> yeah. that? In, like like if he's a big guy, you're burying him under ladders. It's probably not going to hurt him. And also, he can just move the ladders out of the way and then leave. Yeah, I, I understand that, and it is a weird thing. Um, you know something? I want to I want to say this a little. I mean, I don't know. Then there's another chance I can say this. One of the things I hate the most about their announce tables is every single. I don't know if this was in this match, but when someone flips over an announce table and there's nothing in it, it looks so much less impressive when someone gets hit through it. And it's just so, especially when people are pushing it, acting like it's so heavy. It's so weird. Oh, like it's like there's nothing. And it's just like kind of like a like a breakaway thing. Yeah, like I, um, I like it when I like it when the 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 deception, not the deception, but the illusion that there's there's something. That it's like a big heavy thing, and then they go through it, and it's like, oh my goodness! But when you put it, when you give it, put it at the angle of where they can see, uh, like behind it, and you realize it's nothing, and break the illusion, and then they go through. It, it's like, well, you're just basically putting him through like drywall. That's all you're doing. Like, there's like, it's like the most easiest thing to go through. Yeah, I agree. But uh, along with this match, there wasn't too many crazy spots, to be honest. 
when I say crazy spots, of course there's crazy spots, but like when I say spots, like you know, like you would usually see like someone getting power bombed off a ladder through three ladders or something crazy like that. There wasn't much of that. I I enjoyed the strength spot from Drew McIntyre where he lifted up the ladder. Yeah. That was pretty nice. I'll be honest. This match, I thought Sheamus was about to win, to be honest. At one point. But each person in this match, uh, especially almost. Almost, I say spot of the I won't say spot of the night. I'd say that was the best spot, though, in that match. Because all of them, you know, picking him up and powerbombing through that big table. That was crazy. But um, almost looked great in this match. Um... This match overall was pretty good. Good. Um, I see the best thing about this match is you really don't know who was going to win. Would they pull it on Almas? Maybe. Probably not. But why would they put Almas in a ladder match? Come on. That's what I was thinking. So they might actually make him win. Then there's also Seth Rollins, who's the most obvious. Seth Rollins or Riddle, who yeah. the most obvious. Then there was. Who else was in the match? Drew McIntyre, who was also the, one of the only people who you could actually see beating him. Um, Sammy would have been interesting because they're they're saying that yes. if Sammy won it, then he would hold the briefcase up to a year and never cash it, like as an insurance policy for Roman. Yeah, and obviously he was he's, he's still going to cash in, but. That's what yeah. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. It could be Sammy because it would make sense for the feud. So you really didn't know who was going to win in this during this match. Um, Mad Cat Moss, it, you, it's doubtful, but they are trying to build the guy. Yeah, and and he did win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Battle well WrestleMania like SmackDown Memorial Memorial Battle Royal. So it's like which. At this point, we can. I feel like we can both agree. Doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. But it's still like a building block. It's less prestigious and more of a building block. I feel like for certain superstars, because Jay won it when he was main event and Jay Uso. So it's it's a building block. Base I look at it as, and so when you have that, like maybe give him money in the bank to like give start his legacy and like start his importance yeah I know what you mean Uh, it was and it's funny because I couldn't that's one match I didn't know who would win and nobody I said won because I didn't know Theory was going to be the match but it was funny because lastly versus Theory I saw this guy in the comments who said watch Theory win the whole money in the bank which Theory did and do you know do you know what, what I kind of feel do you know what I was kind of feeling when Theory won? What? I was kind of feeling as soon as the the heel heat that I was feeling for Theory reminded me of authority Seth Rollins. Yeah. Arrogant and arrogant and didn't didn't like like authority Seth Rollins was the golden boy so he was arrogant he was narcissistic and the authority would have put him in the match without Rollins having to even qualify 
And that's exactly what happened with theory. Yeah. So people are saying people are like um, Austin Theory reminds people of Cena. I don't really see it, but um, I see it more as Seth Rollins because of the whole authority thing. Instead of Triple H and Stephanie, um, he sees he has Austin Theory. Uh, no, Austin Theory has Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much has the authority. You remember when he won the title? A bunch of random wrestlers who probably wanted to push came out and lifted him up just because he was Vince's boy. So that's how it is right now. Um, it's it's weird. I see the Cena thing because Theory is a young a young kid and and like Cena came into the WWE pretty pretty young and. Theory has the kind of has the the Cena look of when Cena first started out, but now that they gave him the money in the bank that the way they did, like I saw Cena a lot, but now that this happened, I see more Rollins than Cena. Yeah, I don't know, but it's just like I love I love how. All three of us were like, you said it, but all three of us felt if we want, if, if people, if they wanted to make theory a bad guy and want him hated, it worked. Yeah. So I was mad that theory won because I wanted Rollins to win. And overall, the most reason I'm not mad that theory won, I'm kind of happy for it. But a lot of the huge reason is I can't see theory beating Roman, even. Roman injured. I couldn't see Theory beating him. So, and, and imagine how that would sound after two years of an un, unbelievable streak. The first person to dethrone Roman, well, the only person to dethrone Roman was Theory. It just sounds... Which, which in a, in a sense... Like, it doesn't sound that great, but also that could go towards his heel heat as well. Like, Roman's the heel, but it's a different kind of, like, Roman's a heel, but he's a likable heel. So, yeah. if, if Theory dethrones Roman, everyone was thinking, it, like, who the person to dethrone Roman would be this big star. If Theory did it, then it's like, it. I don't feel like... At, at first, it would kind of feel like Roman's big reign was kind of cheated out. But also, more thinking into it, a lot of people would hate Theory because Roman got dethroned by, like, a glorified mid-carder. Yeah. So, I could see that it going either way, but I I don't... I, I'm going to have to, like, I haven't been watch, watching wrestling, really. I kind of want to start watching wrestling now on weekly shows to see where this goes with Theory and see what he does um, with the briefcase. But um, I could see either Theory cashing in and failing or losing the briefcase. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I just, I don't know. I hope he has some 
people behind him like Authority Rollins did. Like, put some just put some guys with him. That yeah, it's like you have the bloodline. Well, I have the I have like Vince McMahon and uh, or Mr. McMahon, whatever, and guy big guys that McMahon has teamed me with to yeah. take care of the Usos. Put a bunch of jobbers with him who want to push. Because then, these guys want to push. If they're attached to him, then Vince might see something in them. That's what I saw when all the jobbers came out to celebrate with Austin Theory. Also, the also the the gauntlet match with Lashley that had Otis and Gable. If you pair Otis and Gable with Theory, it might work. It might. You're right. That'll be great. Could be a nice tag put, and that can lead to a nice tag push for Alpha Academy. It could, it could. I think, I think overall this match was good, and I would give it a three and a three and three quarters. It was fun. Definitely not the best I've ever seen, but it was really fun. So, I'd, I'd say, I'd say three and a half. Let's see. So what would we give this pay-per-view in general? I would give it... It was a solid show. I'd say 7 out of 10. Every match felt a little bit more important than it usually would. Thinking in lot, like a ten would be. What would be a ten? Ten would be WrestleMania thirty. No. Or night, night. Um, ten would be like WrestleMania thirty-eight. Night, the the night that Cody returned, that would be a ten. Ten, right, right. I feel like we we yeah, gave that a ten. It's ten because like like the unimaginable happened here. Nothing like the unimaginable happened. Right. It was. It wasn't that big. It wasn't that grand. If Bailey returned, maybe it would get higher. For for us, I feel like it would definitely get higher if, if a big return like Bailey happened. It would. It would. The match, certain matches like, um, and, um and we and we have SummerSlam coming up also. Exactly. Um, so, I, I'd say right now, what do I have? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I, yeah, seven and the Bray you know, Wyatt thing. Good. Even though it's not Bray Wyatt, dude, I was marking out. I was like, if this is Bray Wyatt, then the, you guys are signing former MMA. You're signing Logan Paul and stuff. 
personally, I think that you should sign big stars that you let go of. Like, of course, I'm, I'm I don't have nothing up there, but I'm saying you. And I was thinking, like, look up, look up Bray Wyatt. Almost any video Bray Wyatt's in, and it's over one million views on WWE YouTube channel. Like. Everybody had Bray Wyatt merch. Everybody had Bray Wyatt stuff. He was a big draw, and he has a great mind for the business. I feel like Bray Wyatt is one of the guys they should bring back. Did Did you hear about the the Axel Mulgan character? No. So, so after Husky Harris, after after Wyatt had the Husky Harris before the Swamp Man character for Wyatt. He in FCW he had a character, which was an which name was Axel Mulgan after Blackjack, like the last name after Blackjack Mulgan, but it was a mask character, almost replicating like a Slipknot mask, like one of the calmer ones, and he had he had like two matches and never went anywhere. The time between uh, Husky Harris and Bray Wyatt. He was gonna do that character, that mask character, but because it never went anywhere, it didn't like get get off the ground or. or um, anyway, um, it was interesting that he had that character idea, and then eventually they landed on uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, they ended up with Bray Wyatt, the Swamp Man character, into NXT, and then. Years later, down the line, he did end up with a mask character, but it was the Fiend. Wait, are you talking about the ex, the Max character who had the stunner? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I'm not sure. Oh. I just learned about it like like a week ago or something like that. So I don't know. Now that we're speaking of characters, did you see uh, Matt Hardy's new character? The um, the fed up with everything, kind of like yeah. He was talking about uh in WWE when Jeff Hardy got injured a while back. I heard on the podcast he was apparently trying out this gimmick against Elias, where he just doesn't care. You know, he's been through all of this extreme stuff. Why does he? What does he have to lose? You know, he'll beat up the toughest toughest guys. He doesn't care if he loses or not. He'll get back up and continue to fight. Kind of like John Moxley in a way. Um, but it never worked out. So now he's doing it. Uh, I, I believe it's almost the same character. Now he's doing it. Um, and it looks really, really interesting. I would... Um, I was viewing the... I like. I only viewed it for a short time, but um, I saw part of the uh, um, Rampage, Royal Rampage uh, Battle Royal with the two rings. Yeah. I saw that on Rampage, and I thought that that was a pretty cool idea for them, like 10 men on each side, and then like the final two, like face off. Um, I was like, I was like that, like that would be a cool like post. Obviously, like it was their idea first, but I, 
I'd be interested to see what WWE would do with something like that, like a post-war games, like keep the two rings and yeah. keep that going. So you remember when uh, I said that one of the most interesting pay-per-views to me was World War Three, which there was three rings, three battle royals, and the last winner of all three um, battle royals fight um, a triple threat for the championship or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so this was two rings. Um, I remember hearing something that Bruce Pritchard said, a.k.a., you know, the right-hand man of Vince McMahon. He was talking yeah. about how that is how the, uh, the triple, I mean, the World War Three was one of the stupidest invention matches to ever exist. I remember him saying something about that because there's so much going on, you can't tell what happened. So yeah. I, I couldn't see it happening in WWE, unfortunately. Yeah, but the, um, I kind of, like, I was just thinking, like, War Games is one of, like, the biggest, out, out of the NXT, like, realm, or, like, universe, War Games is one of the biggest attractions, I'd say. Yeah, that's fair. And I was like, what, like, if they wanted to, what could they do? Like, would they do something like that, like... Uh, AEW just did, or or yeah, AEW just did, where they have a battle royal with the two rings, or something different, like a little bit different. I just because uh 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 blood and guts happening the couple of nights before. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh-huh. It was. The the blood and guts, the 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 stare down or the standoff with Jake Hager and Claudio, that was fantastic. Eddie Kingston and what's his name is cool now. Claudio. Yeah, Claudio. Eddie Kingston and Claudio. I'm like, I I hear that they have a love hate relationship, so I'm glad that it's on the love side. Yeah, it's good seeing it. You know, oh, man, it's so weird. You know, you ever go back to, like, let's say you're watching a WWE video, you missed Raw or something, you'll just see the most random video under it, like, from four years ago, maybe Roman Reigns, uh, you know, maybe something like Finn Balor beats Roman Reigns for whatever, for number one contender. Random, random stuff, like the most random stuff. Um. I remember seeing this Eddie Kingston one, which is so weird to think about. Like, you see so much weird, like, Evolve had so many wrestlers that if you think about it, like, for an example, Eddie Kingston did a promo uh, against NXT on WWE Network in Evolve. That type of stuff blows my mind. Calling out Samoa Joe and stuff. This was like 2018, I think. Maybe wrong. I I saw I saw something where it was like, where Paul Heyman offered Will Osprey a contract for Evolve. Yeah, and I did some digging. I'm not. I didn't. I don't think he took it. Did he? Um, I assume not. Now, it, well, yeah. 
Right. I, I, I think I remember that. I didn't know. I thought it was Zach Sabertooth Jr. or somebody, but it must have been Will Osprey. I saw a video where where Paul Heyman was impressed with. He was like, like I'd like to like he, he like he offered a contract and he's like, like, and Heyman was like, I'm as much as it it pains me to say you wouldn't be my like you wouldn't be with me. Like, cause I'm advocating for someone else, the beast Brock Lesnar, and then I, he said that, and I was like, Paul Heyman and Will Osprey in WWE. How would that go? Oh gosh, I'm just thinking about this. Imagine WWE would do this. He would enter the main roster. He's picking up big wins. He gets in the program. Like he he's he wins the United States Championship, loses it. Or something like that. He faces Brock Lesnar, loses in ten seconds, becomes a jobber. I basically just described Ricochet's career, but I feel like it would basically be Will Ospreay in WWE. There, there are certain guys that I want to go to WWE, and then I think about how WWE runs things with the main roster, and I'm like, yeah, they should stay away. Yeah. It's like if Vince loves you then you're golden. If he doesn't care for you or hates you, you will be buried. So, and not everyone is going to be on Vince's good side. So, I'm I'm just like, I'm scared for Vince booking them wrong because they were at a rival company or it's like, getting back at them for how they mistreated WWE all these years. So I'm just like, maybe you're better away. For real? It's like, like, huh, you want to talk bad about WWE? Well, I'm going to stick you in a mid-card or a jobber position, even though you you are a bona fide star. Oh, my gosh. It's like, how, like, if that ever happens, how petty do you have to be to not put one of the like like if Will Osprey, Jay White or Kenny Omega ma- ever made it to WWE and Vince is so salty that he wouldn't make them attractions, how petty do you have to be to do that? You're harming your own company and giving and harming the talent, like not letting them go up to their potential. And you could have five star matches, but instead you book them poorly. For whatever reason, like you know, how petty do you have to be to do that? If if he did that, yeah, it's it's crazy, cause um, see, Ricochet, I never wanted, I never expected him to be a main eventer ever, like in WWE, but I always thought he could kind of be like the next Rey Mysterio. Definitely wasn't that. But I think that would have been a really cool spot, you know, the underdog who wins big matches. And um, boy, boy Ray said something very interesting. He commented on Cody, and I, I, you might have heard this, but I thought it was what he said was very interesting. He he was he was talking about with Cody and Cody coming in. He's like, usually when wrestlers come in, they have like the Vince touch on them. Like Vince molds them to what he wants them to be 
he like he makes them WWE guys. With with Cody, Cody came out with his exact music he had in AEW, his exact uh, gear, his exact. He was Cody. There was nothing Vince about Cody when Cody came in. Cody was Cody. Definitely. Vince didn't do anything to Cody. Cody came in exactly how he left AEW. And I feel like if he did that with more guys, obviously he probably isn't, but if he did that with more guys and like just let them be them, I feel like more people would come to WWE. Because it is a big place. Like, you don't need to be in WWE to be a big star, obviously. But it's one of the biggest companies in the world. I also do think, um, for an example, uh, someone like, yeah, like you said, Cody. Cody, he, they can't ruin Cody. Even if they did ruin Cody, what what's what's going to happen? He leaves WWE, becomes a big star again. And WWE would lose fans who were fans of Cody. They really couldn't have messed it up. Yeah, I I, I just really like that that that. Usually, when people come in, you see like where Vince like made changes. Yeah, Cody, there was no change, and that is like, like um. It was just an interesting thing to point out. And I'm like, what if Vince did that with more people? He just let them be them and didn't alter or edit or do anything. Just let them be who they were or who they are coming in. It would be interesting. I know. Um, I, uh, you said seven for the show. I said seven. So. Yep. Seven for the show. Anything else? Um, excited for SummerSlam. Definitely excited for SummerSlam. Um, it's been interesting to me that Roman hasn't been on these past couple of shows. Like, he used to do like the Money in the Banks and the Hell in the Cells and all this. Now he's so much of like, like, at God mode as he calls it that. He, it's like he's becoming like he's starting to become in the Lesnar role, but I feel like in a good way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like he doesn't need he doesn't need to defend his title on these shows. I. I understand that too. Um, it does. So one thing I do hate it. Obviously, you know, having the ma- they have to have you know um, what what is the main title now? There's not really a main title. There's main feuds, but there's no main titles really. Um, I mean, I mean, there. Yeah. You know, there's. I'd say it. Depending on like the match type or how the match goes, I'd say whatever the best match title match is would kind of be the best type. Like, there's no like a mainstay, like, this is like the headline title, but like Hell in a Cell, 
I'd say like maybe the I well the tag team title match at Hell in a Cell never happened, so maybe I'd say maybe the U.S. title was the the headlining title. This show, the tag titles were headlined. Um, it gives titles other titles a chance to shine, which is nice, but there's no like dr- main championship draw. It's that sense of the feeling too that the second that Roman you know, comes back or there's a new champion and they attend every pay-per-view. Are they really going to put the U.S. or Intercontinental Championship on a pay-per-view? I don't think the Intercontinental Championship has been on a pay-per-view this year. I don't think so. So, it it's, it's interesting. When was the last time the U- the Intercontinental ta- Championship was on a pay per view? Um, the fact that I have to ask that question speaks it hasn't, for itself. For one, for one, it wasn't on anybody since um, WrestleMania because Ricochet was champion. Then before that, Sammy was champion, but he beat Shinsuke for I believe. So WrestleMania, WrestleMania backlash. It wasn't. <laughs> WrestleMania 36. I don't think it was. Universal, Women's Tag Team, Raw Tag Team, SmackDown, Women's, SmackDown's Tag. I need to know this. <laughs> you you can keep talking if you want. I'm, I'm finding this out. Yeah. Elimination Chamber... Uh, WWE False Anywhere Tag Team Match Universal Championship. Um, what would be okay? Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble. Universal Raw WWE Championship. Nope. It's going to be interesting. Day one? I don't think it was on day one. No, it's not on day one. WWE, Raw Women's Championship, uh, Raw Tag Team, SmackDown Tag Team? Nope, not on day one. War Games, Survivor Series. Um, almost won the, the Rocks... Anniversary Battle Royal? I don't even remember that. Wow. Um, Shinsuke versus Damien Priest. Champion versus champion. But, but it's not... That was, yeah. That's probably the last time the Intercontinental was on a championship was on the pay-per-view. Not defended, but... Off. That was the pre-show, too. That was the pre-show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the pre-show. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. They're, what is happening with the Intercontinental Championship? Right. Uh, Crown Jewel, WWE, uh, WWE Championship, Women's uh, Raw Tag Team. Not on the... Nope, not on Crown Jewel. 
Um, Extreme Rules. They don't... Oh, my goodness. They don't... I don't think they care about the Intercontinental Championship anymore. They don't. I have a good feeling it will be defended on SummerSlam, though. WWE... I need to know this. I'm I know we're drawing this out, but I need to know this. Yeah. Let's see. Money in the bank of last year, Universal Women's Raw Tag Team Championship. Tag team. Hell in a Cell last year. Right. Uh, Hell in a Cell of 2021, yeah. WWE Women's. WWE SmackDown Women's. Oh my goodness. WrestleMania Backlash. Universal. WWE Championship, SmackDown, Zombie Lumberjack. Oh my goodness, I for completely forgot about that. That should stay buried. Yes, it should. WrestleMania 37. All the way back to WrestleMania 37. Are you kidding me? Wait, it- really? Apollo Crews defeated Big E. Wow. Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship. So it hasn't been defeated for a year and a half. A year and a quarter. Oh my goodness. All the way back to WrestleMania 37. That is crazy. Night, what night was it on? I think it was on night one. Night two. And and right before that match was the United States Championship. They did it back to back. That is, wow. It hasn't been defended since WrestleMania 37 on a pay-per-view. Uh-huh. They well, I hope that Walter has it now that it it gets some light as it should. Yeah. Like well, they're not gonna put Walter on SummerSlam. Imagine I, I yeah, I think that's gonna be the end of it. Well, I have nothing else to say. Yeah, I'm. I'm just shocked. Yep. Give Intercontinental Championship a chance, I guess. All right. Well, so that's it. We'll see you when we see you.